In our Life Journey series, we track the lives of a series of different Western Australians and check in with them again across the year to see how they're going. Professor Ralph Martins is an eminent researcher of Alzheimer's and he joins us now to tell us how he's been. Hello, Professor. Uh, hello, Jill. How are you? Yes, it's great to talk to you. Tell us what you've been up to. Oh, it's, um, it's been uh, uh, all go. <laughs> Uh, we are, we are at the moment uh, trying to, to get funding for our, our major research program called the Australian Imaging Biomarkers and Lifestyle Studies to do with developing early diagnostic tests for Alzheimer's disease. It's a program that we've been doing for the last three years, and unfortunately funding has come to an end, but we are pushing very hard to try to make that happen. We had um, a lady from the U.S. who has been very generous and sent us some funding to keep us going for the next three months. So hopefully we'll, we'll somehow bring it, make it happen. But uh, that's uh, now served as a platform for us to now build stronger international programs. And we already started uh, building relationships with India uh, along the lines of um, uh, helping them with the research programs and passing on the knowledge we have. But interestingly enough, it's, it's a two-way process. They have got some very fascinating herbs um, that are, they've now put into capsule form that we could be testing here in Australia in, for pro the prevention of Alzheimer's disease. How much do you rely on, on herbal products? Yes, I mean, you've got to be careful uh, sure. with, with, with uh, how, uh, 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 what sources they are and how consistent they are. But this, uh, this particular group, their science is very, very strong, very, very reliable. And they've, when, when I say herbal, I guess it's, it's an extract from herbal products. So it's a specific component within it. So it's, in a sense, it's a chemical, but it's a natural chemical. Uh, for example, uh, in green tea, there's a, there's a compound known as ECGC. It's called a catechin. And it's a very potent anti-amyloid agent. It, 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 it promotes the breakdown of amyloid. Uh, so, so that's uh, very, very useful, and it's not a drug. So that's that's something we'd love to try, uh, try out uh, as a as a safe means of targeting Alzheimer's. What's the difference, Professor, between a drug and a chemical? <laughs> Good question. I guess a, a drug can be something that's been modified to be much more potent, and so the body is uh, not as equipped to deal with it in terms of side effects. Whereas something that's a herbal extract, uh, you know, uh, we are more used to uh, sort of consuming it over many, many years, uh, to many generations. So we are adapted to deal with, with side effects, which are usually minimal. Uh, so that's the major difference. I guess we get clever in some ways in making it more powerful, but then also the side effects come along with it. But our approach is to try not just one single agent. We think you've got to look at a combination of agents. Uh, so curcumin and curry, we know that's a very potent anti-amyloid agent. Uh, but the problem has been in the past that it's not very easily absorbed through the gut. And what these people have done, and they're not the only ones. There are others who have also now formulated the curcumin in such a way that it gets absorbed very rapidly through the gut. So that's one. And another one we're looking at with them is, is a pomegranate extract. So there's a chemical in pomegranates that's also a very potent anti-amyloid agent. So we've been studying the biology of amyloid, uh, figuring out how to, to, to knock out uh, the production and to get rid of the amyloid. And they've been working on developing these, uh, these agents, these herbal agents. Uh, for, they, they didn't think about Alzheimer's. They were just thinking in a general sense. Uh, but it was fortunate for us that we could see the direct benefits. And what are, are the direct benefits? And I know we talked about this earlier in the year, but yes. just remind us what what uh, what relevance amyloids are to Alzheimer's. Okay, so I mean, unfortunately, amyloid is uh, uh, it, it, it's it's something that you consider the equivalent to cholesterol. Too much cholesterol, you get heart disease. 
too much amyloid, and and it's a specific kind of amyloid. It's called beta amyloid uh, that builds up in the brain exclusively, uh, and it kills brain cells. So the bottom line is, if you, you need to keep that amyloid down or low. And do people get born with um, too much, or are some people more likely to have too yes. much, or do you do things that make you yes. have too much? Unfortunately, there are a few people uh, that have a genetic defect, and then they make too much. And, and, and terrible to say that they die at a very young age. So we were young last in our early 30s now, mother of three lovely girls, and she's uh, in what we call moderate Alzheimer's disease. Uh, and there's been no treatment in the past for something like this. There still isn't one officially, but in WA now, as a result of her condition, uh, a number of physicians have come together to try to use the knowledge we have, such as what I just mentioned to you from India, to see whether we can at least improve our quality of life or, or even delay it. So it'll be the first of its kind in looking at what we consider to be a combination approach as opposed to a single drug approach. We're talking to Professor Ralph Martins as part of our Life Journey series and Professor Martins is one of the most eminent researchers in Alzheimer's disease in Australia and, and probably the world. Is, is, is that, um, I know you're very modest, so you may not go that far. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a partnership, and I'm very fortunate that I have some really brilliant people in Australia. My, my former boss was Professor Colin Masters. He heads a huge organization in Melbourne, uh, and we are partnering together to target Alzheimer's in Australia. But I don't think we're going to be sufficient on our own. We have to pull on the brain and the skills and the top minds of people all around the world, and that's the way the world is now starting to go, come together in this field. In the past, people were doing their own things, and it's just... It's not, it's not going to work. No single individual is going to make a difference on their own. We know you work so hard and you've got so many things to concentrate on. You've got the, the funding, which is so crucial, and you've got your own research, and then you've got to keep really across what other people are doing in the field, and you've got your, your, your family. Do you ever get really just exhausted with it? I think you, you, you're asking me this question at a time when I'm just feeling that way. <laughs> It is getting to that stage, and I think it's the more, many of the funding challenges are that that's been the, probably the biggest killer, especially if do, doing this sort of work in, in Perth as opposed to, say, Melbourne. We don't have the resources yet, so it takes an incredible amount of energy to take it to this level, and the feeling is that you could lose it at any minute because there's just not enough funding. So, uh, yes, you're right. I've extended myself to, I think, to, to a way that I, I, I don't think I can do any more. And I do feel exhausted, and that's what I'm trying to get uh, others to recognize, that we've now got runs on the board. Let's try to get some other people in place so that we, we, we don't lose what we've built all over these years. Do you think you can get close to, to burnout in this field? I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think that, you know, um, I'm at the stage where I'm con- getting concerned. Uh, and I really want to put in place some uh, some more senior people. I think we really need to bring in some more senior people so we can uh, really uh, keep this momentum going. It can also happen that everything comes at once. Like the, we've, we 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 made this huge effort to get this uh, this big study going. It's a massive study. It has such a huge impact. Uh, and so now trying to keep it going for the next round has has put a huge strain on things. But I I, I think we'll weather it. I've read it in the past. So uh, and and I, you you tend to I, I think the excitement of seeing uh, the benefits of the work your work come forward keeps you going. Uh, and particularly I'm so uh, I'm so excited to see maybe if we can do something for this young lass this year with early onset Alzheimer's disease. For me that would be my reward, both with extending ourselves. <laughs> And when you when you are feeling like you're at the end yeah. of your tether and yeah. you are exhausted, is is that what re-energizes you? Oh, 
definitely, most definitely. I mean, uh, it was very interesting. I mean, and it's so early days to to really say anything. But uh, this young lass was put on some of the compounds we think are important for Alzheimer's disease only about a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I had come into work, and she had come in for some testing, and she saw me from a distance. She recognized me. She greeted me. She talked to me. And, uh, and a few weeks earlier, she wasn't doing anything. And I got super excited, but, you know, it's too early days to tell, and, and the tests are still the same. Uh, so I think it's sort of given her a boost of energy uh, and obviously improved the quality of life in the short term. But it's that sort of uh, boost that uh, would be fantastic. You, 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 would, you wouldn't feel tired at all if you saw that benefit coming through because, you know, she's got so much, such a life ahead of her. Uh, and I really think with the knowledge we have, if collectively uh, uh, researchers would come together and even drug companies come together rather than push their own particular drug, we could really make a big difference now. And what do you do when you, when you are... Feel and I, I imagine even just that that constant kind of feeling of of being so close and and that excitement and and the amount of energy that you expend when you do get really exhausted. What what do you do to to relieve that? Is your own sort of mental health something that you consider and that is important that you you preserve? Yeah, I think I'm more worried about my heart than my mental health. I think my brain is stronger than my heart. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, you need to slow down. Uh, what does your wife and, and your kid? What What do your wife and your kids say to you when they see you in this? You know, <laughs> my wife is amazing. She's very protective, and uh, uh, it's been a very long journey. And she's been very supportive. I mean, at times she thought I was wasting my energies, and times she once said to me, uh, "You know, if you were worked as a laborer for the hours you'd worked." At least I'd be rich. I wouldn't have you in terms of time as I do now, but at least I'd be rich. But you know, but she's been just so generous with, in everywhere, and I think uh, her kind of support has also kept me going. My my children, unfortunately, I think I've infected them with the bug, <laughs> and they're both very into building careers and doing work in medical in, in, in the medical field. Uh, but they enjoy it, and uh, and I have a lovely time with my 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 my, my girls. We we're always in contact, no matter how busy we are. So so that that's that's another very important energizing or re-energizing relationship that really keeps me going. Is there someone in your life that that um, threatens to slap you around the ear if you don't just take a few days and <laughs> my, my, settle my, down? My, my wife does try at times. She really does, and she's <laughs> and I do listen to her. <laughs> and and she she's been telling me more and more. You've got to look after yourself. You know. But, uh, yeah, so uh, she's probably the only one. And and my daughters. Probably my daughters get to be a little bit more heavier with me. (laughs) Yes, I can imagine you you would uh, breed formidable children, Professor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I really hope that uh, the next time we speak to you, there's some good news on on that funding because I know you've been working so hard on it all year and there's just so many Australians, I think, who, who just want so much for this research to succeed. Thank you so much. It's, it's a pleasure talking to you. I think I'm energized just by talking to you too, Jill. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's lovely, Ralph. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you in, in six weeks. And I really do hope there's some good news. Thanks so much.